Welcome to the Sound of Truth Bible Chat with your host, Brett Morani, where he leads discussion in God's Word. Let's join him now. It's great to have in the studio today with me one of our church members here at Harvest Jacksonville, Josh Burns. Josh, great to have you here today. Hey, it's great to be here. We're going to talk about the book of Psalms. It's the largest book in the Bible, 150 psalms. Now, the word psalm means a song. These were songs. They're meant to be set to music and sung. In fact, throughout church history, many churches would sing the psalms. In fact, maybe some American Christians today don't know this, but going back to the Protestant Reformation, there were many churches, many denominations, if you will, that all they did was sing psalms. They wouldn't sing anything else. Were you aware of that, Josh? Did you know that? Uh, that it sounds familiar, but yeah, no, I didn't know it was explicitly psalms. In fact, um, there was a period of time where some churches started introducing some other songs, and it was quite controversial as to whether or not that was right or wrong because right. they were entrenched in tradition of we only sing the psalms. But um, I find evidence in the New Testament in Paul's writings twice, Ephesians and in Colossians, where he talks about we're to sing to one another in psalms hymns, and spiritual songs. Right. You can do the word studies. What, doesn't necessarily, when it says hymns, doesn't necessarily refer to what we think of in terms of hymns today. But I think the, the, the main point we get out of this is we can sing things other than just psalms. Right. In fact, I think that there's a possibility that maybe we've swung the pendulum too far the other direction. And I'm not sure if we ever truly hardly sing psalms at all anymore in most of our churches. So it'd be interesting to see if we would ever get back to maybe incorporating more psalms back into our singing. But um, nonetheless, hey, Josh, you're the first in our congregation that I've asked for you to come in and chat with me about the book of Psalms, and you'll be the first of hopefully uh, five or six, maybe seven in the next weeks that will come in and do this. In the past, generally, it would be Rick Doctor or Eric Pement on here a whole lot, but I'm wanting to bring in different church members because the book of Psalms is so beloved Mm -hmm. by so many Christians, and, and it's fascinating to me how many Christians find themselves looking toward the book of Psalms for their devotional times. And you've been walking with the Lord now. Josh, how long have you been a Christian? A little over six years. A little over six years. And I'm really proud of you for diving into the Word of God. And and Josh is unusual in that not long into his Christian journey, he said, I want to go to seminary. And so in addition to your full-time job, you took classes at nights and studied a lot on the weekends and earned a, what degree did you get? The Master's of Christian Studies. Yeah. So it's really outstanding. What do you love about the book of Psalms, Josh? Well, there is, there's a lot to love. There's such a a range of emotion that goes on in the Psalms Mm -hmm. that basically whatever experience you're going through, you can find it's relatable in the Psalms. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can find, you know, comfort and you can find peace. You can find all sorts of stuff. You know, you can find being called to repentance, you can find so much <laughs> prophecy. There's there's so much, but in relating to like emotions, you can always find. You know, so so often there's almost like a stigma to cleaning up your life and then going to God, right? There's yeah. a stigma of not being able to be angry, not being able to. You know, we have all these ideas of how we're supposed to go to God, mm-hmm. but when we read the Psalms, we can see that God wants God for one knows your heart, yeah, but He cares so much about your heart and changing your heart we can reflect on the Psalms and, you know, see that through this reflection and going to God like David did, our heart can be changed in, in those ways. And, mm. and really just relatable. It's just, it, you know, it's just, there's, there's comfort seeing that really these men of the Bible had these same kind of thoughts and feelings that we had and experienced mm-hmm. it. 
Yeah, I, I love the point you're bringing out. It seems like so often in the book of Psalms, they don't, like I love that way you say that, clean yourselves up before you go to God. No, you go to God, and in the process of going to God, that's where you get cleaned up. Right. Now, we're already cleaned up through the blood of Jesus Christ, but we're talking about in our experiential walk, we get frustrated with our circumstances. How often do we see that in the book of Psalms? The psalmist is so frustrated with his circumstances, and he's, he's confused and maybe even perturbed or a little bit maybe angry toward God. God, why are you allowing this to happen oh, in my yeah, life? Yeah. But they're honest about it. But by the end of the psalm, in the vast majority of cases, by expressing their hearts to the Lord, the Lord works and brings them back to the proper mm-hmm. perspective and view. And then their heart gets aligned with God. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, we we get this, you know, we really get this picture of go to God with what you're feeling. Yeah. Go to God with what's really on your heart, not, you know, not trying to bring him some cleaned up nice version, but bring it to him and allow him to do the cleaning. The the Psalms are refreshingly honest. Not that the rest of the Bible is not honest. I mean, the Bible is honest. It's God's word. But like you say, we can go there and identify with the emotions and the feelings of these, uh, these men and what they're going through. And it's very similar to the things we go through. Yeah. Is there anything particular, any psalm that you especially love or you've had that experience with? So I would say, um, I think my, my favorite psalm is Psalm 16. Really? Yeah. And, uh, you know, and you know, over the last year, Becky and I have been through, you know, quite a bit over the last couple of years. And um, in Psalm 16, he says, the boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Mm. And uh, over the over the last six months is, you know, we're, we're getting ready for our, our first newborn, you know, we're so excited and mm-hmm. we just feel like we've been through a lot over the last few years that has just, that has stood out so much. And it has been a reminder over and over and over that the boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Mm-hmm. I wish I could say, I was saying that even during the hard times, mm-hmm. I may have not been, but we have been glad of my whole being rejoices. Psalm 16 also. Mm. Uh, I, I can really just, it, it, the, over these last six months, it has been so true in how I'm feeling and, and walking with God that I can say with the psalmist, the boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. That's beautiful. Psalm 16, I'm looking at verse 6 in the New King James. The lines have fallen to me in pleasant places. Yes, I have a good inheritance. Where's the verse that references the, uh, my, my whole being? In the, in the CSB, verse 9, Therefore my heart is glad and my whole being rejoices. My body also rests securely. Wow, great stuff. Verse 11 is very popular too. You will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Yeah. Josh, it's been good to have you on here today in Sound of Truth Bible Chat. And uh, thanks for sharing a little bit of your journey and your heart for the Lord. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sound of Truth. If you enjoyed it, please rate and review it. Also, tell your friends about it. Thanks. Music is by Canon and is used by permission. Sound of Truth podcast is produced in collaboration with Harvest Jacksonville. It is copyrighted by Brett A. Mirani, 2022.